0: Well, welcome to the Hire Yourself Podcast. This is Pete and I'm here with my business partner, Nat Truitt. And we're super excited for today's podcast. Good morning, Matt. Hey Pete, how are you doing? Oh, I am awesome. I'm awesome. Spring is in the air. I know the sun is shining, the uh, blossoms are on the tree. All right, so it's my, you know, in the spring, you know, I always get that fever, right? So uh, I, each year I go and I start looking at things that I can add to my, my barbecuing, uh, you know, repertoire. And so, again, I'm looking at those smokers. Like, you've seen those green eggs before? Oh yeah, those look awesome. Have, have you ever tried one before? No. So Are they it, a
1: fryer or what do they do?
0: Well, it's it's a smoker, but I think the idea is that you're containing it all with a ceramic thing. I mean, these things are like, these green eggs are like 400 pounds. 400 pounds. Once you get it somewhere, I don't think I could lift it to get it anywhere else from that standpoint. But it's pretty cool. So. So I've been looking at the, the green egg, which is, was his version. And then there's some other ones where you can actually control and they use uh, wood pellets and you can literally control it with your smartphone. Wow. So you can kind of manage the temperature right from your phone. I thought, Holy cow. Smoking now is when high tech, right? Yeah. So that's my kind of smoking, right? I could just sit in the house <laughs> and I can just adjust it where it automatically drops more pellets in to control the heat. That, that That's good. So.
1: Yeah. Don't tell your, don't tell your wife. Cause I, yeah, you know, usually when I'm barbecuing, I want to be outside kind of, you know, away from everything else. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's true.
0: You no, know, I, I think she just she dreads anytime I go to these stores, start looking at the stuff. She knows I'm going to start spending money and, and uh, add another toy to the to the thing. So, nice. but, you know, speaking of a, a really good time as spring is here, um, I, I was I want to pose the question to you today. So the question is, um, you know, I believe that now is one of the best times in history to invest in a franchise business. Would, would you, let's debate that a little bit today. How's that sound? Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess the first thing that comes to mind, like,
1: you know, I literally was just at Orange Theory working out and, uh, you know, getting my hair cut at Eighteen Eight. you know, so I'm like, as you're saying that, I'm like, I'm like going to franchises all the time. So I, I, I feel like it's tried and true and lots of proven concepts um, out
0: there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, when you know, we use the example in the book, right? How yourself of well, franchising touches every aspect of our life. And to your point, it's it's there. I mean, there are over four thousand franchise establishments out there today. Yeah, they're just there, are all types of different franchise concepts, and they're touching every aspect of our life. And so it, it's it's very it's very cool, uh, and it's a big part of our economy, right? They contribute a half a trillion dollars to the GDP. What um, a eight million people. So franchising is, is big business, and. I think um, if somebody's ever thought about becoming an entrepreneur, they owe it to themselves to explore investing in a franchise right now because the, 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 the stars are aligned. And so let's yeah. go through some of the things, right? So first, you know, everything I'm reading is the economy's really heating up. Are, are you seeing the same thing? I mean, it, it seems like we're, we're starting to really come out of this COVID-19. And that's true for events. Like when the United States comes out of big events, we usually have that thriving economy. Totally.
1: Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of pent up demand people, you know, you try to get a painter, you're having to wait weeks and weeks, if not months to get a painter and just everything is going crazy. We were actually went out to dinner the other night and like every table was full at 530.
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. that. Things are getting back to normal, which is great to see. Yeah, well, you can just see, you can feel it in the air, right? That spring, but then it's that economic thing. Everything is just starting to roll, and then you you really you get into this is that we still have low interest rates, right? And I was just watching an interview with the Fed chair, and they basically said they're gonna they're gonna keep rates for long term low, right? So yeah. that's that's the driver, unless we have inflation that is consistently over 2%, but they said, you know, it's they're not changing rates for a long time is, is what the message I get. So, yeah. which is great because when you get into this, it just makes it easier to invest in a business, right? You get, it's lower cost of capital uh, to, to get in. Yeah,
1: totally. So it's a very friendly uh, lending environment. And, you know, when you think about, you know, a lot of people have been refinancing their houses at, at lower rates and, you know, getting small business loans and, you know, what a, what a great time to invest, you know, one, two, 300,000 and start your own business and generate some
0: additional income streams. Yeah. I mean, you just take a look at interest rates on mortgages, right? I think it's under 3% in some cases. Yep. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, you remember when I was in high school and boy, that was a long time ago, but you know, in the eighties, remember interest rates, mortgages were 18%. Right. I can't even
1: comprehend that, to be honest.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine? So, I mean, it, we've got a whole generation that's never really had high interest rates uh, when it comes to buying houses and stuff like that. So, so all right. So we got low interest rates now. We, you start looking at the equity markets, like the Dow. I think uh, top thirty-four thousand. Uh, the Nasdaq was at fourteen thousand yesterday. I mean, the markets just continue to climb.
1: Yeah. I think people have a lot of confidence in the economy. Certainly the markets are showing that they have confidence um, that things are getting back on track. And like we were saying earlier, a lot of pent up demand for products and services, right?
0: Yeah. So where does it end with the, with the equity markets? I mean, you know, everybody we're (laughs) in a bubble, but it just keeps going up.
1: Right. Well, I know when I talk to my father-in-law, sometimes, you know, he talks about like, Oh, we never thought a house was going to be more than $200,000 or, you know, same thing with the equities. I'm sure you know the old timers are like, we never thought it would be more than, the Dow would be over a thousand, right? So it's, who knows?
0: Right. And I think um, I can't see anything other than a, a big event derailing it, right? I mean, there, there aren't any things that, you know, the economy's going good, interest rates are low. I mean, it's just, yeah, I got to think it continues to go. It keeps to run. It keeps running.
1: Yeah. I feel like we had our uh, share of bad luck or last year or two. So
0: hopefully there's no, no more bad events. <laughs> we're due for some good events. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We're due. Right. For us to you know, when you, you start uh, reading about the housing market, it is going crazy. I mean, I've got some friends that are looking for a house in Florida and the time they get to that house, they've already had 30 offers. Half of them are cash. I mean, the housing market, the prices are going up incredibly fast.
1: Yeah. I know my sister's trying to move to Nashville. Exact same story. You know, there's cash buyers coming from other parts of the country paying. Uh, one scenario was uh, 500000 over list price, all cash. It's crazy.
0: 500000 over list price.
1: Yeah, because it's, you know, to them, it's a cheap house, right? <laughs>
0: exactly. Coming
1: from California.
0: Yeah. But, you know, do you, do you ever worry? I mean, and again, if you're, if you're competing and you're paying more than list and more than what the value uh, should be, do you you worry that you're buying on the top of a bubble or or is this the shortage of $4 million, 4 million homes, excuse me. Supply and demand.
1: Does this continue on? I don't know. I mean, you see like, um, cost of building supplies and all that's going up. The great news is like when somebody moves or relocates, they're going to have to, you know, a lot of times do a lot, you know, paint, carpet, uh, landscaping, like all these other, you know, things, all these trailing, um, investments in the property. Right. Yeah. Uh, which is great because, you know, a lot of the franchises we work with, uh, they're right
0: there in that sweet spot. Yeah. Our friends, they bought a house in Georgia and believe it or not, it burnt down right Come after they, they bought it. <laughs> and uh, Can't they make put, that up. Yeah. And, uh, but they, but to say, they said to rebuild it because of uh, building supplies are so much more expensive that, you know, it's going to be quite a, quite a deal to try to rebuild what they had it's just it's, that's a really good point i am just uh as you
1: were saying that i'm like i'm going to go check my homeowners and make sure i get make sure i have the proper replacement because a lot of times you know there's kind of like a uh you can increase your insurance based on that yeah well
0: from the standpoint of just the cost but then also the time right if it takes you two years to rebuild it i mean that that's pretty significant uh, yeah so you know, and you think a little bit about that pent up demand. So everybody's they're changing houses, they got money, they're feeling good from a standpoint, and, and they're doing things right. I mean, you're sitting in your house during that pandemic, and you're going, God, "I sure would like to have sprinkler systems or that new deck or that pool." Mm-hmm. Uh, are, are you you're, you're seeing the same thing, right? There's just a ton of pent up demand. Yeah,
1: there's everybody I know is doing stuff and just kind of complaining about it, you know, not getting done fast enough.
0: Yeah, so we're trying to get a little landscaping done, and the landscaping company comes in and basically says, hey, listen, we'll come out and do an estimate, but we, we can't come out to do anything until September. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I you know, and I, I hear in parts of the country, like, I'm trying to get a pool, it's two years, right? Um, so it it's pretty amazing. Even just simple things like flooring, right? That not only does it take a while to get them to come do an estimate, but then also the getting the actual product is all delayed because there's so much. Yeah. I think the
1: supply chains got jacked up a little bit over the last year, but it's starting to straighten out again.
0: Right. So, so we got the, the economy's heating up. Interest rates are low equity equity markets are, are peaking, right? We've got home values that are going through the roof. Uh, we have pent up demand. We, we see that. I mean, you go to Home Depot, it's just a ton of uh, demand. And then I got to think like this two trillion dollar economic package has got to be doing something to the economy. I mean, It's got to be driving. The government is just throwing money into into the economy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know um, too much about that, but I do think that it's, um, you know, there's money, every money flying around everywhere. So you might as well get a piece of it. Right.
0: <laughs> so, well, I think again, this is the, you know, if, you're, if you've ever thought about becoming an entrepreneur, this is the time to invest in a franchise. Yeah. And, and this is, so we got all these great factors that are lined up from the economy. And then you go, okay, the corporate job market really changed last year, right? I mean, from the standpoint is that, first of all, you had millions of baby boomers pushed into retirement before they were ready, they, they left the job market. So yeah. that was significant for sure.
1: Yeah, I know a lot of people that I'm working with are, you know, kind of in job transition right now, and kind of, you know, frustrated because they have like gas in the tank and want to keep on, you know, being productive and contributing to, you know, society, um,
0: be involved in the local community and all that. They don't want to be on the bench. Well, and I think the idea is when you're a corporate executive, a lot of times you're not engaged in your community, right? You're traveling, you're doing all that kind of stuff, and so I think people got uh when they were able to not have to travel anymore and they were able to work from their house they got the feeling of a little bit more control of their life yeah and i think as a business owner when you invest in a franchise or invest in a business you're in control and i think people got a little feel for that and 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 that's that's fueling them as go forward and and clearly we saw during the pandemic there's no corporate loyalty anymore right so businesses are going to do what they have to do to reduce their expenses and so they just they lay people off, they,
1: they furlough them from that standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, a lot of my buddies, you know, I just was at dinner with somebody and they were always at 80% travel, right. But they've been home for the last year and they're like, I don't think I'm going back to that. Uh, they really, you know, kind of, you get used to being able to walk the dog every day or, you know, go to a local coffee shop and, or, or see your kids, see right? your kids, yep. a yeah, novel, novel idea.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. But I think it is a, is a big part is when you invest in a business, invest in a franchise, you can be part of that community, and you, you can pick your schedule. You're you know you may still be working really hard, but you're in control from a point. So I think that's a, that's a huge thing. And then as you know, we talk about corporate positions. You saw a lot of corporations. They realized they didn't need as many levels of management during last year, right? So yeah. you saw a consolidation of executive positions. In many cases, they aligned them lower. So lower pay and younger individuals for yep. sure.
1: Yeah. And I think you're seeing more of that hoteling for corporate offices where they're shrinking their square footage. And, you know, if you have to go to the office, you're going to just check out a desk for the day, um, you know, because they're, they're like trying to get rid of the overhead of the, the real estate if they don't need it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I got a guy, a guy that works for a company. They're a global company. And they literally, when the pandemic started, they subleased all their uh, facilities throughout the whole whole world. Right? Oh, and they're wow. not going back. And, and I think that's, that's a significant change up from that standpoint. So, you know, as we talk about the economic factors aligning, you know, all the things we talked about. And the corporate world is different there's just no more loyalty and so the people i work with they say pete i just want to take control of my destiny i want to create career and income security i want to set up my future i want to you know have a flexible schedule i want to live life on my terms and so as we combine the economic factors that we talked about the unhappiness associated with the corporate world now is the time to invest in a franchise or invest in a business And you can still take advantage of this great economy, all these things by one, if it's a service-based business, you know, if if you invest in a service-based business today, you could be open running your business this summer.
1: Totally. I remember when I bought my uh, senior care franchise, I went to training, I think it was in June. And I was, you know, had my first customer two, two months later, so
0: 60 days later. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, So you can really take part of this pent-up demand if if you get after it and invest in a franchise and then when we talk about facility-based franchise concepts certainly they take more time to get open right but i think a little bit about with everything aligning right now there are some great deals i'm hearing on commercial real estate where landlords are giving more ti money or rent abatement and stuff like that so are you seeing the same thing
1: yeah, I know a lot of guys I worked with in the past now are opening up their second and third locations like simultaneously because they're taking advantage of the, the you know,
0: favorable real estate market. Yeah. So, so when we take a look at it, all the stars are aligned from the economy. It's a pretty tough corporate world out there. No loyalty. You know, people want just to have, have the control that that's so much important. And there's a great way where you can jump in and take advantage of this. So you know, that's our job is to help people explore franchises, right? To help them see if it's a path. So I always encourage people, if you've always thought about it, you know, get in there and start learning. You got nothing to lose by learning about the different opportunities that are out there today.
1: Yeah, I feel like we all certainly have a little more time in our life and, you know, franchise researching franchises is probably, you know, maybe an hour a day, you know, five to 10 hours a week for uh, Thirty to sixty days, so it's a fun, you know, adventure to kind of learn about the concepts and see what is interesting and kind of visualize yourself, you know, owning, operating, uh, one, you know, one of these businesses, investing in a franchise. So,
0: yeah, you know, and as as you talk about this idea of becoming an entrepreneur, the the benefit we've always talked to people about is that as with a franchise, it's just an easier path, right? That entrepreneur life, so you don't have to come up with a big idea you get the full support of the franchisor. All you have to do is bring your leadership skills, your business acumen, and follow the system. And it certainly worked really hard. So there's some real advantages as you look at becoming an entrepreneur to, to leverage that franchise model. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You get to build your own team, be involved in the community, sponsor Little League, all those feel good things, right? Yeah,
0: absolutely. So spring is in the air, the, the economy <laughs> set up. Uh, it's now is the time to take a look at it. But you know, Nat, I, I got to get going because I'm gonna I'm gonna go start looking at. Uh, I got to figure out what I'm gonna do with this smoker here. I gotta I I gotta, I gotta <laughs> see uh, what, what new toy I'm gonna buy, but uh, but uh, anyways, it has been fun today. So again, I, I'm pretty excited about where we're at uh, with the economy, uh, point in time, and uh, I just want to seize the opportunity like everybody else. All right, well, enjoy those smoked meats. <laughs> yeah.
1: Thanks for listening to the hire yourself podcast for more resources. Check out our website at hireyourself.com. and remember to subscribe to this podcast to receive each episode, please leave us a rating. And we'd love to hear your feedback or suggestions for topics.